Russia-Ukraine conflict and what it means for the global energy sector. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pass on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial. Now, global oil prices are soaring above $100 today as supply concerns emanating from the conflict in Ukraine gather pace. Of the total 22 million global medium sal barrels in production globally, Saudi Arabia accounts for 8.6 million barrels per day, Iraq 3 million barrels, Russia 2.7 million barrels. With sanctions against Russia, the third largest oil producer building, economists say taking out a major gas and oil producer will have long-term effects on the global energy picture. Dr. Ezra Munyambonera joins us out of Kampala. What will be the immediate effects on the energy sector emanating from this Russia-Ukraine conflict? You know, uh, Russia has been the major supplier of gas to European countries. Now, this this war means that uh, if if Russia is to cut the oil the gas supply immediately, it, it will have a, a short and medium term impact on the European economy. You know, gas is used in industries and all of that. So you likely to see some um, short and medium term effect on, on, on industrial production. Mm-hmm. and actually on commodity exports, which Europe was exporting as of manufacturing, but that's just medium term. Now, on oil prices, yes, oil prices are likely to rise, as the European country tries to use that, uh, more oil to, as an alternative for gas, especially in heating, you know, the use of gas in heating, in industries, and all of that. So as they try to mitigate the effects of, of the gas cut, we are likely to see oil prices rising. Uh, I think Russia is about, the, you know, our, uh, oil, oil commodities controlled by OPEC countries. I, I think it is a matter of the, uh, the oil producing countries to, to, pump, to, to increase pump price, to increase pumping oil. Because I think Saudi Arabia is um, the largest consumer that produces 25% of the oil. So it's for them now to, to, to dialogue with European countries and increase the pump. Increasing the pump means to increase volumes. Uh, that one can easily substitute the, the, the shortfall of, 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 of oil from Russia. So that one can be mitigated. But in, in case that, that short term, we are likely to see a rise. And if the, the rise to a level that uh, is actually hurting, could hurt the economies of Europe, of course, it would dialogue with the big countries to increase, pump, to increase the pump volumes. In that way, prices can easily be stabilized in the medium term. What they have, what you oil Africa is, is a minor oil producing. Now, they are dependent on actually the supplies from the OPEC, and, uh, but we are not getting oil from Russia anyway. The oil from for Africa comes in that type largely from like Saudi Arabia and all of that. So, of course, the prices are likely to rise, uh, but they can easily be uh, controlled within range if the OPEC countries agree to increase the pump volumes so that they stabilize the prices. But they remain relatively higher than expected because it's a global dynamic. Why is there a rush towards commodities like gold and silver on the International Commodities Exchange? Of course, this, this is a global threat. You know, when you are, when you rush a conflict, now it looks about indirect conflict the whole world. It's the NATO versus the Russia and all of that. So, of course, uh, the, 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 the commodity prices are likely to rise. This is speculation in the market. You know, speculators, these commodity markets are speculators. They might not necessarily have, but they are normally speculators. They take advantage of the economic global situation. Mm-hmm. But they like to stabilize in the medium term. But this is like a, a response to an unexpected shock. This is like an, an, an expectation, but uh, they, it's a speculation in the commodity market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for coffee, well, 
coffee, I expect to force demand for coffee. I mean, he has been going to Europe, 70% of our coffee, for example. Mm. But globally, yes, this is the situation of the commodity market. The, the people now are trying to keep, they control down their money in, in, in hard cash. Gold, silver, and all of that. That those, those commodities, those silver, those hard cash, can easily be convertible in future in the future. But they are not, they are not at risk to keep the currencies. So actually that's what it is now, the commodity prices are rising, like gold, silver, and all of that. Because that is hard cash, that it can, be, can be traded in the future, even at a relative high prices. Not necessarily keeping the what the, the, the cash. The paper cash is risky, even this global, global trend, yeah. What effects will the conflict have on global inflation? Yeah, of course, the energy crisis has a trickle-down effect on inflation. You know, we, we, it affects the transport, it affects industrial production. That means the commodity prices rise and all of that. So it has a, a trickle-down inflationary effect along the value chain, all industries, or sectors and all of that. Yes, the energy crisis is a, is, a, is a major driver of production and consumption. So, of course, it has got a retaliatory effect on inflation. It all comes from the response to the, the, the impending cut of gas, uh, the major supply of gas to Europe. Now, that means that uh, as Europeans struggle to have alternative, alternative for, for industrial production and, and heating, they are increasing demand for petroleum as an alternative energy source. So is this a, a mitigating measure? Yeah, it, it is linked exactly. There is a linkage there. That was Dr. Ezra Munyambunera. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The International Monetary Fund has warned that the conflict between Russia and Ukraine poses a global economic risk that could derail post-COVID-19 recoveries by countries and regions. It comes as the impact starts to be felt across economies with the global fuel prices hitting a high of above $100 per barrel, which will increase the cost of transport, manufacturing, and ultimately the cost of leaving. Moody's analytics notes significant escalation of the Ukraine-Russia conflict rattled equity markets and led to an increase in global oil prices, which likely has some risk premium already embedded. And a quick look at the market. WTI crude futures climbed more than 5% to above 101 US dollars per barrel, a fresh high since 2014 as concerns grow about supply disruption from key exporter Russia after fights in Ukraine intensified. Meanwhile, a possible release of between 60 million and 70 million barrels of reserves being considered by the US and others failed to calm the energy market. Companies including BP and Shell also announced plans to exit Russian operations while importers of Russian oil faced payment and delivery difficulties. Meanwhile, OPEC Plus will meet on Wednesday today to discuss output policy where it is expected to stick to its plan of moderate supply increases despite the market turmoil brought by the invasion. Now, the Johannesburg Stock Exchange All Share Index rose over 1.5% to a new record high of 77,303 on Tuesday, extending gains for the third straight session supported by financials, tech stock and commodity-linked stocks. Meanwhile, investors continued to assess the Ukraine crisis and sanctions against Russia. There were reports that a huge Russian convoy is heading towards Ukraine's capital, Kiev, after high-level talks failed to produce a ceasefire. On the business front, Impala Platinum reported 
a profit drop for the first half of the fiscal year as it faced safety stoppages, industrial action and power supply interruptions, and lowered full-year production guidance. Regarding economic data, the seasonal adjusted ABSA Purchasing Managers Index increased to 58.6% in February of 2022 from 57.1% in January, marking the seventh straight month of expansion in South Africa's manufacturing activity and at the strongest pace since March of 2007. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. And if you have suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial.